This is episode number eight of the Passion Minded Mom podcast. You are listening to the Passion Minded Mom podcast for business driven moms who actually want to talk about the stuff that matters. I'm your host, Kate Reuter, business coach and marketing strategist, and together we'll expose the truth behind balancing work while raising a family and have real conversations about what works well and what doesn't serve us. We'll discuss all things marketing, mindset, and wellness, plus taboo topics like money, guilty pleasures, and intimacy. For the nitty-gritty of entrepreneurial success as a mom, you have come to the right place. Welcome back for another episode as part of my little quarantine series. And we're going to talk today about how to stand out among the noise. Again, this, of course, is something that applies anytime. It isn't just something that applies while we're in the middle of a pandemic. It is just a topic that has been specifically requested by a lot of you women out there who are more interested than ever in starting or growing your business or your online presence. And today, we're also not going to talk a lot about quarantine or COVID. There's enough talk about it. In fact, the most productive, fulfilling conversations I've had lately in my circles or even with my coach are not about COVID. They're about wellness and managing our minds, business or financial growth, and laughter around all of this extra time we're spending with our kids and the craziness that homeschooling while working involves. So there's a lot of positive, and I'm going to bring more of that today. As I also mentioned in episode number four about managing fear during a crisis, this is a great time to ask yourself, what areas of your life or your business can you improve right now? Where do you need the most work? What have you learned about your career or business, your environment, your finances, yourself that you can now resolve to work on? What can we create? What I've also observed in my discussions with others recently is that there are two distinct ends of the spectrum where people sit when handling this crisis. On one end, is the fear or the scarcity mindset. And on the other end is abundance and opportunity. So on the fear end of the spectrum, there is a feeling of lack or they can't do anything or there are restrictions or that everything has stopped. And on the abundance and the opportunity side, there's a feeling of flexibility, adaptation, pivoting, finding strength, resilience, creation, even money. It's not black or white, and even I've oscillated a little bit between the two. So I ask you, where do you fall on that spectrum? And as you listen today, I encourage you to make a choice. If scarcity is something that you identify with and you want to remain in, you probably don't want to continue listening. But my guess is that if you follow the podcast and you're listening right now, there is something inside of you that is intrigued by this thought of creating new opportunity for yourself right now, perhaps even for a while now. 
you may have had this vision of a different path or a different career or a different life, but you may not have clarity on what that even means, what it looks like, or what you're supposed to do with it next. So if you have an idea or a spark or some kind of pull in your intuition that you want to do more, serve more, make a bigger impact, or stop playing small, but you aren't sure how to step up and own that feeling and introduce it to the world, this episode is for you. Listen, I know, especially being an introvert, there are a lot of things that can keep us from stepping outside of our comfort zone. So many obstacles to putting ourselves out there. Here is where I found solace and what I believe are the secret ways we can get closer to taking that step forward, announcing our value, and standing out among the noise. It isn't easy, but it is simple. Stop worrying about what to say and how to say it, and instead, listen. This is the critical first step to learning how to stand out with your brand. That's right. Stop worrying about talking and start listening. So you may be saying, well, yeah, that's what I'm doing, and that's why I'm not getting anywhere, Kate. I'm listening to all the noise out there, and I don't know how to join the conversation. So today, I'm going to give you three specific strategies to hone those listening skills so you can turn that awareness and knowledge into something that will help you show up and stand out. For years, I struggled with this too. I struggled with getting heard and delivering the right message. It took me a long time and a lot of mistakes to figure this out. There were so many mistakes. Failed business plans, no business plans, bad investments, lack of revenue, lack of profit, under-earning, lost clients, and a whole lot of confusion. And I created business after business and brand after brand, logo after logo. Count them, I think five businesses now, and none of them worked. There were so many things I did wrong. I was looking in so many of the wrong places for answers and clarity. So what did I do right? And what ended up working? There was one thing that has helped me get to this point and to finally stand out. So I'm going to share that with you, along with a couple of other things I recommend so that you don't have to make all the same mistakes I did. Are you guys ready to understand more? Of all the ways I was missing the mark, here is the one thing I did right. I listened to my desire to be an entrepreneur. Most of you, if you listen to the podcast, also have this desire. I liked the idea of working for myself. I wanted to create. I liked being in control, frankly. Can some of you also relate to that? But more importantly, I enjoyed the idea of owning what I did for work every day. I liked considering all of the options and being able to make decisions around my work and my schedule and how I use my time. Now, the decisions were not always easy and they can often be quite overwhelming. 
but I loved that I had the option of making them whenever I wanted. As an entrepreneur, I was empowered to make those decisions. That fuels the freedom that we enjoy as the CEO of our own company. Contrary to that, when I worked in corporate, I was often put into a box. Many of you have also worked in the corporate world, or you may even still be working in the corporate world, so likely you can relate. You are given a job description and expected to do that job. Now, don't get me wrong. I loved delivering on my job description. Those of us who like to achieve like to do our job well. But most of the time for me, I wanted to go beyond that. I often felt like there was so much more value I could offer the company than what I was being asked to do. And I felt that I wasn't being utilized to my full capacity. I liked presenting new ideas to my team or my boss. And sometimes I would wonder how the heck I got into the room with the CIO of the company, which was great. But what I found was that although I was given a forum to voice these strategies for improvement and these ideas that I had, the sheer size and lack of agility in these larger companies meant it would be years before changes and improvements could be made. There were so many decision makers that dragged their feet and archaic processes that made it challenging to see these improvements to fruition quickly. And it was outside of my job description. So sometimes it fell on deaf ears. I had so much more to offer. I wanted to make a bigger difference and I wanted to be in charge of the value I delivered. I just felt this itch to do more. And alternatively, as an entrepreneur, I learned very quickly that I could make big decisions that led to big change very efficiently. As the CEO of your own company, you get to take massive action, even if it's not perfect, without having to get approval from teams of 20 people. Being the CEO of a 100% virtual or online business especially means that if there's a change you need to make, you make it. Isn't that incredible? So while it may be challenging for some to make all of those decisions, no wonder there are tons of women trying it and all of these moms who want to be in charge of their own work and be the CEO of their own company, not stuck in a box, inside the confines of some job description. So how do we stand out among all that noise? We listen to the right things. And there are four of them. Number one, listen to yourself. You cannot underestimate the importance of self-awareness and self-coaching. Being a successful entrepreneur and CEO means you are going to have to figure out how to make decisions when you don't know the right answer, when you don't know if you're going to fail. And you're going to have to work on all of the thoughts that come up when you think about stepping forward and putting yourself out there when you don't know if it's going to fail. Now, branding and messaging and the logo and the use of color, they're all important, yes, but it won't matter if you are hung up on your own value or worth. You are going to need to know 
your why and get really clear on that as well. Because this process will serve you self-doubt, imposter syndrome, and all of the things that your brain will try to tell you that say you're not good enough. All the fear that your mind will serve up when you are doing things for the first time and all of the rejection that you're going to experience. You will need to get really in tune with yourself and your mind. And with that clarity will come authenticity. Now, authenticity is one of the most critical elements of a strong brand and marketing strategy. When you are coming from an authentic place, it is so much easier to craft your messaging. So tip number one, when you're listening to yourself, do daily work on this. So go out and get a journal if you don't already have one. Declutter your mind. Declutter your space. And declutter your calendar to make room for this. Prepare for what your calendar will look like once we're past this. And get used to listening to yourself and working through all of the challenges that you're about to face as you step into the role of CEO to grow your own company. If you are a reader, here's a great resource I can recommend is a book by Simon Sinek called Start With Why. I'll drop the link in the show notes. Number two, listen to your mentor. This is something I did not have until more recently. It's something I wish somebody would have enlightened me to. When I started working as a marketing consultant, we didn't even have Facebook groups. We didn't have quite as much access to information and coaches as we do now. Business coaching was kind of a new concept then because there weren't as many individuals starting online or consulting businesses as there are now. I think I talked to one coaching company, but it was this larger franchise. There weren't a lot of options, at least not right in front of me, and now there are tons. I didn't have that. So find your community and find a good fit for a coach. A coach will also help you work on that first step. Listen to the coach or your mentor and decide how you want to translate their guidance into growth. Here's a tip. Do your research. Look for a coach or a mentor and get ready to invest in yourself to take your business to the next level. The right coach will not only help you with step one, but they will also help you hone your messaging, address your limiting beliefs, and they'll help you come up with a plan for taking action. And they'll hold you accountable for taking that action. So when I work with my clients, we not only talk about the limiting beliefs that are holding them back, but we come up with a plan for addressing them. Number three, listen to your clients. There is really no way around this, guys. The sweet spot for your success is where your client's need or their pain point meets your expertise. One without the other is just a problem or an idea. Understand who you want to be talking to, why, what they're struggling with, and how you can help. If you can define all of those things in a couple of sentences, you have your messaging. You will stand out among the noise to the people that matter. 
if you can nail that. And that's all that matters. Don't listen to all the other noise. The only thing that matters is what your client needs and how you can help them. Here's a tip. Do your research. Market research. You can develop a strategy to actually go out and get those answers and clarity from your potential clients through research. Who better to help you decide what will make you stand out than your potential clients? Number four, listen to your bottom line. Yes, I'm talking about the money. I'm talking about your budget. I'm talking about pricing and selling and paying attention to the numbers. Your money mindset. This one took me the most time. You cannot grow a successful business that can sustain without paying attention to and understanding the numbers. You're going to have to get comfortable talking about the money and making decisions around revenue, expenses, and investment. For years, I ignored them, and I figured, just work hard and the money will come. And it did, but I still didn't have a good handle on it. And along with the other mistakes I was making, it prevented me from growing my business to a sustainable level. The beautiful part of this step is that you get to decide what financial goals you want to achieve. Even if your spouse is currently the breadwinner or handling most of the financial stuff, you get to decide how you want to contribute to your family's bottom line or afford a new vacation or get out of debt. You get to decide what areas of your life you want to change and how the money you make in your business can support those shifts while you are providing value to your clients and serving them. You get to join the conversation around money in your family or with your spouse. There is a lot more time I'd like to spend on this topic around money mindset and financial empowerment, and I will dedicate more episodes to that. But for today's episode, here is what I want to leave you with. Listening to your bottom line and stepping out of your comfort zone to understand the financials will not only help you create a sustainable business where you can show up consistently, but it will also empower your why that we talked about in that first step. You will understand why you have priced your services the way that you have and how many clients you need to make your goals. You can sell from a place of intention. If you have clarity on the numbers and you know your bottom line, you are going to be better equipped to make decisions around expenses like paying for graphics or a designer, paying for subscriptions to develop your brand, like paying for website hosting. It costs money to run a business. And in order to stand out among the noise, you may have to make decisions to invest in your business in a bigger way. Small fees like the website hosting or email platforms or Canva for design or even calendar functionality and other tech integrations, they add up. While there are lots of free services available, there are limitations to many of them. How are you going to know where it makes sense to invest if you don't know your bottom line? 
It took me way too long to understand my bottom line and finally get my head out of the sand. It took me years and a lot of failure to get to a point where I understood the numbers enough so that I was able to make a decision to hire my own coach. Knowing where I stood empowered me to make the decision to invest in myself and in the platforms that support my business, like my production team and the equipment required to produce this podcast that you're listening to right now. Had I not taken a hard look at the numbers and worked on understanding my bottom line, I may not have invested the way I have in myself and into what it requires for me to bring you value. Right now, many of you may not need to work or you may rely on your spouse for the financials. You may not be that breadwinner, or maybe all of a sudden you are having to figure it out because there was a loss of work or a layoff. Either way, if you want to be successful in business and stand out among the noise so you can make more money doing work you love, listening to that bottom line is going to become increasingly important. So here's your tip. Start asking yourself, what your relationship with money is like. How is it helping you or potentially hurting you? How can you join the conversation about financials in your family? How can you shift the areas of your mindset and your relationship with money so that it is working for you and not against you? Here are a couple more resources for you to check out. Dave Ramsey is excellent. He has several books, and his daughter, Rachel Cruz, is also a great resource. I'll leave those links in the show notes. So, let's recap. The simple secret that I believe will help you stand out among the noise is to listen to four different things. Yourself, your mentors, your clients, and your bottom line. If you work hard in each of these areas, you will uncover a lot of clarity. And if you're struggling through any of these steps, I would love to work specifically with you on them. You can head over to my website at katereuter.com, and I'm also on Instagram and Facebook, the same name spelling. As always, if you like what you hear, please drop a review and a rating. I love that you guys are listening and downloading, and the reviews and the messages are always so great to read. Thank you all for finding the time to listen today. I am wishing you all health, positivity, passion, and strong listening skills. I will see you guys next week.